It's time once again for Triple OG Stories. <laughs> Let's get to it. I hope y'all ready for the next chapter of Triple OG Stories. Let's turn the page to grinding. Hey, hey what's up, what's up, man? Yeah, 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 what, what you need, what you need, what you trying to get, what you trying to get. All right, come on, come on. Man, give me the money, man. Yeah, 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 go holler my man's over there, my man's right there, yeah, 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 I'm the baker's man, I bake the cakes as fast as I can, and you can tell by how my bread stack up, then the skies of this rap, so the feds back up, watch it, like my whip, like my chick topless, doing a buck six with me in the cockpit, I got holes for a dozen, even eleven five, if I see it, keep it coming in my way, as my name, so much dough I can't swear I won't change. Excuse me, my walk got me full of myself. Cocky, something that I just can't find. Especially when them twenties is spinning like windmills and the ice thirty-two below minus the windshield. It was December thirty-first, two thousand one, in Trotwood, Ohio. The living room was packed. There were people in the backyard listening to music, dancing, eating, and just flat out having a good time. It had just turned eleven thirty p.m. and the whole block was woke. Ready to ring in that new year. After about 20 more minutes of men showing off their pistols and the ladies refilling their glasses, Marcus walked out the house and stood on the back porch. He lifted his hand over his eyes to block the spotlights that were shining on him to tell his mom it was almost midnight. He called out to her and said, Happy New Year! About 10 people looked down at their watches and started to laugh. 11.55 p.m. and the crowd was restless. The men that wanted to ring in the new year with a bang walked to the backyard towards the alley. Marcus grabbed a glass of champagne and walked over to his mom. He had just turned 14 on Christmas and it was the only time she would let him have a glass. As the ladies started to count down, one of the drunk ass men let off a shot on accident and started laughing. The ladies started counting again. Five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! Marcus took a swig of his drink and hugged his mom. She smiled, kissed him on his forehead, and told him that she loved him. He hugged her again. Marcus was truly happy. He loved his mother with everything he had in his soul. She knew that he had a wild streak in him too, though. What she suspected came from his father. He met his dad two different times in his life. Once, when he was about eight, Marcus's dad came to pick him up from Madison Park Elementary with his mom. They hung out for a few days before he had to make some quote-unquote moves, as he called it, and he ended up in jail. The second time he met up with his father was last year. He actually was robbing the liquor store that Marcus was buying an energy drink from on his way to football practice. That will be the last time he see him, though. The police arrived, and the rest is in their memories. School started back, and Marcus was a whole new dude. He got his usual haul on Christmas and came back to school dripping. Now, normally, when this happened in Trotwood Middle, he'd have no competition. His mama kept him fresh. Well, not January 2002. Marcus was a freshman now, and all the kids held their own. To be honest, though, Marcus was still doing his thing until the end of first period. That's when he bumped into Norman Payne. Norman was from East Cleveland but his mom and dad bought some land in Trotwood and now owned a small market in the city. Norman's dad thought it made sense to move his business, 
but he didn't know what he was getting himself into. You see, Trotwood is a total area of 30.50 square miles. There's about 27,000 people in the city. There's 28.1% white, 68.2% black, 0.2% Native American, 0.3% Asian, 0.5% from other races, and damn near everybody got felonies. The city is known for crime, and Norman's dad is just going to have to figure that part out. But Norman's father understood his son, though, and kept him as fly as he could. Norman also worked at his dad's store, so he had a fat pocket to go with his trip. And that's where he had Marcus beat. He was also 14, and they both were new to Trotwood Madison City High School. The bell rang, and all the freshmen were in the freshman hallway at their lockers. Marcus was standing there looking at his schedule when he seen a kid he had never seen before in his life look at him and smirk at him. Marcus just looked at him. He had to admit, dude's fit was fly, but he wasn't looking for any competition. He just wanted to find his classes and get there on time. Norman walked past Marcus and smiled at him. Norman had about three inches on Marcus, but they were about the same build. As Norman stopped to speak to one of the girls in the hallway, she looked over at him, then looked over at Marcus and asked Norman, is that your brother or something? He looked down at the girl and just frowned at her, then shook his head no and walked off towards his class. She just stood there. Marcus heard what she had asked him and told her no, he was not my brother. He ain't nowhere near as good looking as I am. He asked her what her name was and she said Amina. Amina safe. Marcus stood there just talking to Amina till the bell rang. He walked off to class and couldn't stop thinking about her. As Marcus was daydreaming about his little hallway encounter, he heard a male voice approach him. He was saying Amina was his girl and she only wanted ballers. Marcus looked up in front of him and it was Norman. He was standing there laughing at him. Before he knew it, the two boys were moving the desk around as they fought and the girls were screaming for the teachers. Norman sat in the principal's office waiting on Marcus to come out of his meeting with the principal so he could get his earful too. He took out his iPhone and then he texted his sister and he told her to have her friend, Layla, beat up Amina after school and he would give her 20 bucks. As the bell rang, Norman and Marcus got up and walked out of the in-school suspension room. Norman bumped Marcus, then he looked down at him and told him that him and his new girlfriend were going to have matching black eyes and started to laugh. But truth be told, Marcus was good with his hands, and Norman kind of got touched up a little bit in that classroom. As they got closer to the back exit of the school, though, they heard a crowd of girls screaming and laughing and going crazy behind the school buses. Marcus and Norman looked at each other, and then they took off at the same time. When they got through the crowd of girls, Amina had Layla, Norman's sister's friend, by the hair and was punching her in the back of her head. Norman started to run towards Amina and Marcus stuck his foot out and tripped him. He fell flat on his stomach. All the girls turned around and looked at both of them and started to laugh. Norman got up and punched Marcus in his stomach as they started to fight. Amina let Layla's hair go and helped her up. They both looked at each other and started laughing and then did a slow jog towards the boys as they broke them up. Layla started to dust Norman's hair off as Amina started to wipe the dirt off of Marcus's face. The girls stood in front of each one of the boys and they all just stared at each other for a few minutes. 
The next day, when school started, all four of them, Marcus, Amina, Norman, and Layla, were fresh to death as they walked into the school and everybody just stood and watched them. Well, it had been three years now, and it was 2005, and the crew had three months till they were about to get ready to graduate from high school. Norman wasn't getting that money anymore like he was used to. His dad had a stroke his junior year, and every single dime that they made in that market and from his mom's job took care of his dad's needs. He has a lot of financial needs, and Norman and his mom, they just was doing their best, trying to stay afloat. Norman played football and was all city and all state. He was everything a college team needed, but he couldn't leave his mom and his sister with so much on their plate. His dad was a big responsibility. One day, Marcus was in his basement cleaning up an old room of his dad's. The room had been in the basement untouched for almost 10 years. He wanted to renovate the room and make it a place for him and Norman to hang out. He threw out a bunch of the old stuff and cleaned up the walls and the floors. He moved his father's old gun safe to clean up the floor underneath and that's when he seen the loose floorboards under it. He started lifting the boards with some tools he had found in the room. After he finally got the nails loose and lifted up about six of the boards, he found 10 tightly wrapped and taped together pounds of weed. Marcus was shook, but he knew exactly what he needed to do. Marcus had a great relationship with his mom and he had never lied to her or did anything to put her in harm's way. So before he called Norman, he went upstairs and told his mom exactly what he had found. She wasn't surprised at all because she had told him she helped his dad stash it before he got locked up when he was only eight years old. Now he was about to turn 18 and she knew what was on his mind. They had been living the way they had been living for so long that she realized being a simple woman and not asking for much, she became much smarter and smart enough to know that it was easier to give her blessings to her son than to fight a losing battle. The city that they lived in was never going to treat her and her son the way it needed to. She knew how smart Marcus had become, and she also knew he was becoming a very strong man too. Even at the age of 18, he was doing and saying things even she found herself listening to. She trusted his ability to make decisions, so she told him to call Norman over, and when he got there, she told them everything she knew about selling weed, or at least everything his dad taught her. After she sat with them, she made them promise her that they would keep that life far away from Amina and Layla as they could. They made that promise to her. She also wrote down his uncle's phone number out in St. Louis and told him to call him whenever he ran out. Marcus and Norman went into the basement and finished cleaning up his father's old office area. After basically renovating the entire area, they set up shop that night and everything about their lives and their pockets was about to change. It was now 2015 and the fellas had covered a lot of ground in the city of Trotwood, Ohio. We got another run tonight. Bruh, it's been like 10 years. We about to be, we both about to turn 28 this year. When we getting the hell up out of Trotwood? All in due time, homie. Me being real, I've been ready to take Amina up out of this place. Man, Layla got so many damn drinks. Shit, at some point, we got to make some kind of move. I'm with that. Over the last nine years, we've done made a couple mil. 
living in a small city like this, we can't make crazy moves. It ain't even 30,000 people here. They would definitely know if we do anything different. All right, cool. So let's move our uncle To St. Louis? Hell yeah. You don't think we ready? We moving 300 pounds a week, a week, 10 keys of coke. And hell, I don't even know how many pills we sell every day. 389. Man, what? We sell 389 pills a day, but that's only if we drive to Dayton at least once a day. Mark, let's do this, bruh. It's just been me and you since day one. If we touch down in the loop and run with Unc, we can build a crew and really get this money. I'll keep that in mind, bruh. You, you ready to make this run? Shit, off the Dayton we go. Oh man, hey, that was a good one, man. Great introduction to a good story. Uh, hey, I don't know about Marcus and Norman, but I'm thinking in my mind, these boys gonna be getting it. They gonna be getting it for real. So, hey, tune in, man. Episode two coming soon. See what happens next now that you know who Marcus and Norman is. Let's see what they get themselves into. See what they become. See what they work. Hey, this is grinding, man. And I appreciate y'all checking us out. Should be homie Bobby Dollars, Triple OG Stories.